Space, the nerdiest frontier. This is the content warning of the USS Word Balloons. Our continuing mission to solve every nerdy question and talk about penises more than you really think we probably should. Just your fair warning, as again, the aforementioned penises, plus we will swear, and who even knows, the questions have taken me in research directions I never expected. You have been warned. Hi everybody, I'm Tyler. I'm Zach. We're Aeronauts and we're back with more Word Balloons. We've been flying higher in our own hot air, but have stopped our journey to Utopia Planitia to answer your nerdy questions. So with that in mind, Zach, what's our question this week? Why does everyone hate Jar Jar Binks slash does Jar Jar Binks deserve the hate he gets? Can, can I attempt the first part of that? Now, first, uh, before I do, yes, but before, the original question was actually, explain Jar Jar Binks, and I went, you have to give me more than that. <laughs> explain Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> I mean, that's, editor and Stoway Steven here, but that's a good question in that, like, can you explain Jar Jar Binks? Misa thinks so. So can I actually give one thing, one more thing before you do? Whether you think Jar Jar Binks deserves the hate he gets or not, Ahmed Best did Doesn't. not. He's talked about, he got almost suicidal over yes. the shit that he got. So, like, that is, Who? that is, Ahmed Best played Jar Jar Binks. Oh, thank you. And he was heavily shit on for years. And he did revolutionary work. There had never been CGI done the way that the Jar Jar Binks was done there before. Also, as I recall, he was promised a bit, a lot of, like, beforehand, like, he was gonna be, like, the new fucking C-3PO R2-D2 level, like, fandom. I have other stuff, but first let him do his thing, because I promise. But... So I think there's a couple parts to the, the way Jar Jar was received. Okay. In my opinion. And... I don't know. So I think one of it, one of the things has to do with expectations going into the prequel trilogy. That's kind of been Star Wars's problem ever since the original movies came out of here's what we think Obi-Wan is going to be or Book of Boba Fett is going to be or Episode 1 is going to be. And I, f- I think part of the problem was before Episode 1, like the last time we had gotten a movie was 1983. So, so it was a 16-year gap. So even if you were a kid brought in like 8 years old by the Ewoks in Return of the Jedi. Which got a lot of hate. Like, you're still gonna be 24 by the time Phantom Menace comes out. Mm-hmm. And I believe there was a large contingent of fans that were expecting the movies to grow with, with them. them. Especially because the expanded universe had. Yeah, I'll give you that. Even Thrawn is much more... Even the lighter parts of the expanded universe, due to being book form rather than movie, and able to include a lot more details felt more like it was in a war. Well, and we hadn't gotten super kiddie stuff in Star Wars since... The Ewoks. Late 80s, mm-hmm. yeah. The Ewok uh, made-for-TV movies and the Ewok cartoon and the droids cartoon, both of which were terrible, but... So then you get Jar Jar, who was blatantly talked about by Lucas as being a character meant to help bring in kids to this new generation of Star Wars, and he's a bumbling goof who fails upwards the entire movie. And he is... Grading. Even as a kid, I remember finding him kind of annoying. And it felt forced. Mm-hmm. I see a lot of, so I did I did a lot of reading on message boards this morning about different people's different opinions on Jar Jar, and I actually went back to a lot of older message boards from uh, before the sequel trilogy was released to try to find a little bit more like yeah sequel trilogy came out and suddenly everyone was like oh I'm gonna talk about the prequels fondly and I'm like <laughs> I've been here the last 20 years this is new yeah exactly not to admit plus 
uh, let's not talk about how toxic some of Star Wars fandom has gotten it's, since the sequel oof. trilogy started. It I was feel pretty like, yeah. toxic even before that. It was, like, but, it was, I mean, we're talking about Ahmed Best. You write off a lot of the fucking hate for Jar Jar or, just as the toxic neckbeard gatekeeping community that is Star, Star Wars fans at What once. was the name of the kid that played Anakin? Jake something? Jake Floyd. Yeah. That poor kid. Yeah. That poor kid. Yeah. The other thing is, like, the jar... Even when you're trying to look for the good things in the prequel trilogy, because it tries for... I'm not a big fan of the prequel trilogy. It's fine. But they do try for some things that then just get interrupted by Jar Jar, that entire first movie. That entire first movie is arguably one of the most mature Star Wars movies that's been put out. They're trying to talk about humanitarian crises they're try- and the way to respond to them. Like, they're talking about the failings of democracy. And then, and then you get interrupted by the most blatant child introduction character in the entire franchise with not even natural-sounding humor. There's always been humor in Star Star Wars, but, uh, like, Jar Jar has an animal fart in his face. Yeah, okay, yeah, that's very fair. And, excuse me. There's also some really problematic stuff to the way that he was written that taps into a lot of, kind of, minstrel caricature. And even Ahmed Best was like, that wasn't on purpose, but it still, it's not wrong, even if it wasn't intentional. I will say it's not wrong, but if we're going to talk about racism in the in the Phantom Menace, then uh, Watto and the Neimodians need to be brought up before Jar Jar. Fair, fair. Yeah. Like, I'm not saying it's not there, but there was way more blatant other really fucked up things going on in that movie that if we're going down that rabbit hole, then, like, Watto's the Merchant of Venice, and the Neimodians are uh, Japanese businessman caricatures from the late 80s, early 90s. Mm-hmm. Yikes. No, no, it's super problematic. I just, if we're going to talk about critiques of Jar Jar, it yeah. felt dishonest no, to not to bring not up bring the it fact up. that I he agree. Uh, has heavy minstrel Caribbean vibes. And again, Ahmed Best has been like, no, it's not what we were going for. But again, it's still kind of what you succeeded on. I will say... The other thing I've well, real quick, the other thing I've seen people do is describe Jar Jar's part in uh, Phantom Menace especially, but the first three movies. And they'll they'll really dumb it down and describe it all in a paragraph, and they'll be like, now look, you can replace C-3PO with that. Only if you dumb it down to a paragraph. Like, Jar Jar is presented as a completely different kind of character from... Doesn't he fucking become a senator in the later ones? Yes. Yes, and he's manipulated into being the person that gives Palpatine the war powers that he never gives up. He also becomes a general in the first one. Yeah, he really fails upwards a lot. He was apparently... Now, okay, so in about 2015, a theory came forward that Jar Jar was originally supposed to be a much bigger character (laughs) and a much darker character. I had someone be like, I called that back in the day when we were kids. I'm like, you did fucking not. (laughs) (laughs) I was there, you did not. But he was supposed to be a much darker character that was kind of purposely playing up caricature and was being going to be a bigger part of episode two. Some people saying basically... Dooku was created to fill the role Jar Jar was supposed to have in the next one. I do not believe that. But Ahmed Best did say that, like, it was nice to see people see what was supposed to happen and imply that people were right, that Jar Jar was supposed to have a much bigger, darker storyline in Episode 2 that was significantly reduced after the backlash to Jar Jar in the first movie. Thank God they didn't try to make him a Sith Lord. I think that theory is dumb. Especially with the foundation of what they do with him in Episode 1. Like, it doesn't mean... No. But... Him being a much more, possibly being a more active pawn of Palpatine, not a completely unaware pawn, but like, you know, still a pawn being like, oh shit, 
you you're right, Palpatine. Like democracy is having these problems. I'll I'll actively back you, not being tricked into backing him. I mean, still kind of tricked, but different kind of tricked. I could see. I don't believe Sith Lord. I don't believe he was no. intended to be a villain. I think that's the, another George being like, or people around Star Wars being like, it was always supposed to be this way. And I get it clearly was not. Yeah, yeah. I just don't buy the like. Look, he's just like C three PO and R two D two. It's just like no. I think C three PO. His C three PO was like C three PO and R two D two. Humor was played a lot differently. C three PO was much more capable than Jar Jar, and his limitation was the fact that he's basically stuck as a protocol droid. If you had put him in like an IG body, he would have been fine, like way more useful. <laughs> but it wasn't because it wasn't too. because of who he was. Like yeah. it is with Jar Jar. And like, oh, but what about the Ewoks? The Ewoks, as as important as they are to what happens in Return of the Jedi, they were never a part of the central group. Yeah. There's, I mean, Wicked is the most involved one, and he's just... They're a side thing. Mm-hmm. You get a little bit of kid stuff. You get a little bit of humor. You also have them full-on fucking cannibalizing things. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Like, it's not as kiddy as people make it out to be. Yeah, Jar Jar gets some decent stuff in Clone Wars because it's a cartoon. I think it's a little easier to accept. Here's a side goofy episode about Jar Jar Banks doing stuff. Doesn't he also get episodes, though, where he even more like, you should not have survived this? Oh, yeah. But, I mean, it's still, as I said, it's a cartoon mm-hmm. and it's a, it's a filler episode. And I don't say that as a critique. I think filler episodes are becoming a lost art of television. But it's, we just had these super fucking heavy episodes for four episodes in a row. Let's have a goofy side adventure where Jar Jar Binks is off with a couple of droids, or a couple of clones, and shenanigans happen. But it's not derailing the whole movie for it to happen. Yeah, you only see that in, like, anime anymore with, like, the random beach episodes. Beach episodes Mm -hmm. a great example, yes. Yeah, I think it was a combination, though, of expectations versus he legit interrupts the flow of that movie. I will say... He was almost significantly worse. Oh, I can Have you heard it. about what who almost played Jar Jar? I, I'm positive I've read it before. It is not jumping okay. to mind. So first, Ahmed Best was hired because he had been doing stomp on Broadway, which is a very physical thing. Mm-hmm. And when he was auditioning, he did like flip kicks and stuff. And they're like, one, awesome. Two, not Jar Jar. <laughs> but awesome, you have the part. But we like this. <laughs> Michael Jackson. Oh, was God. supposed to be Jar Jar Binks. The I reason, almost the kind reason of about it didn't that. happen, or the theoretical reason it didn't happen. I don't know if it ever. But one thing, Michael wanted it to be entirely prop work, prosthetics, mm. and Lucas wanted to do CGI. I one million percent want to like view the alternate universe <laughs> with Michael Jackson in Jar Jar prosthetics. Now, oh, God, do you, you know think if the Jar Jar character wasn't CG but was all prosthetics, you don't change anything else about the portrayal though, would it have worked better? No. No. I actually think the CG was one of I mean the CG is starting to show its age, but it's also twenty three years old. So it's definitely showing its age, but it's not as bad as you would expect it to be. No. And the thing is Whether you like Jar Jar or not, what they did was fucking revolutionary in ways that we had never seen before. And we see a lot. We see so often now we don't think about it. But there had never been a mocap character brought in and covered with CGI like Jar Jar was. I mean, fucking... I can't believe this is the first example I'm thinking of, but the fucking Ninja Turtles in the most recent Ninja Turtles movies. Because Jar Jar Binks... Mm-hmm. Um, just most robots. Gollum. Yeah. All, all the fucking Marvel movies, basically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The Hulk. Yeah. 
Natalie Portman's arms in Thor Love and Thunder. <laughs> it was very sad to find. I mean, I don't blame her for not wanting to get that ripped, but I was very sad to find that out. Oh, God, yeah. No, I wouldn't want to necessarily get that ripped because you have to maintain that or else... Yeah, you, it's it, rough. It's hard on your body to go to that and then come back. I, I don't know. Yeah, expectations combined with he does derail the important parts of that movie. Even if you like the character and you watch the way that movie flows, it's a lot more serious of a movie than him. Does he deserve the level of hate he gets? No. No one in Star Wars deserves the level of hate that they get. Just, I'm going to make that statement. Mm -hmm. Do I dislike him? Yeah, about 75%. Mm -hmm. There's like one, you know, the there's like one joke that I thought was funny where he gets his tongue stuck in the pod racer thing and it goes numb, but even that didn't. It added nothing to the story. Right. When you look at the general dislike of the prequel trilogies, it's easy to boil it down to him encapsulating a lot of the issues with people's general issues with the prequels. Mm -hmm. So I get him becoming essentially a scapegoat or figurehead of like this is why they were bad so i get that but i don't think he's nearly as bad as like the amount of fucking no there's a lot more problems there that i think like you said he's mostly the scapegoat like they they have to put a face to it yeah also if we're gonna put another problematic aspect to the jar jar hate he was the one main cast member that was black yeah and I mean, like, main cast member, yeah. not, like, Mace Windu, who's there, mm -hmm. but not, like, fucking all the time. And I, I know there are people who would argue me on that one. But whether is I don't know, it just sits funny the moment that I realized that. But again, poor Jake Lloyd. 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 Lloyd, thank you. Or Jake Lloyd also. Man, we want to talk about things turning bad. I Have you ever watched, what is it, Jedi Temple Adventures? It was, there was, like, a Nickelodeon, like, Legends of the Hidden Temple, but Star Wars-themed... Okay. The Ahmed Best hosted. Oh, I heard about that. In fact, I watched a clip of it, but I've never we seen it. We talked about it, it on General yeah, yeah, Murder yeah. when they announced it. I really want to watch it. I just, I, Filoni needs to put him in one of the Disney Plus shows. Not oh, Jar Jar, but Ahmed, Ahmed Best. Best. Okay, I was going to say, put Jar Jar in. Just, just to piss, you're not going to make people angrier than Book of Boba Fett already did. Also undeserved, but. Well, he would have to work with some things, though, because since the Disney acquisition, we do, I believe, have a canon where Jar Jar ends up. Oh, okay. I don't know that. Like, I, I, the, he gets referenced in one of the books, and he actually ends up having, like, a kind of a really sad ending. He oh, ends is up, he, like, homeless on the streets? Yeah, he's, like, homeless, like, busking Ugh. to, like, make ends meet on well, some Well, okay, in fairness, though, they've ignored the books plenty of times when they've come up with other stuff. And I don't like Jar Jar, but I also don't like Jar Jar homeless on the streets of Naboo. You can also, you know, have him just, like, stop being homeless. <laughs> Narratively speaking, we could just have some, <laughs> one of his friends just show up and just like, yo, what up, guy? Come on Honestly, home with us. Honestly, there could be a pretty good story of Leia He's not meeting. dead. He's, at that point, you could continue yeah, yeah. his story. Yeah, it's but, a sad bummer of an ending that you could just like rewrite into something mm -hmm. new. But like having Leia meet Jar Jar and realizing like, oh shit, you knew my mom or something like that. Like, there's ways you could do oh, yeah. this. Yeah, I would still, I would prefer at this point to see Ahmed Best yes, get into no, like just, some badass Jedi. Just give Ahmed oh, yeah. Best other role. Also, he looks good in Jedi robes. Yes, he does. From I, I just googled him, uh, and was, I will agree. Yes, just yeah. I say turn him into a badass Jedi. Mm -hmm. Like, make him become a, a, a good household name again, like, and then bring back. Jar Jar Binks too, and make him do it. Uh, get him to do that too. Give this man some work. <laughs> Other than Stomp, actually, I enjoyed Stomp too. So yeah, Stomp was good. 
And, and put stomp in the Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> but don't call it jizz. <laughs> it's stomp jizz. Stompy jizz. Nope, we're moving on. On to the next Stiz? part. Order to keep this journey going. Jump? <laughs> Jump is definitely something gross in the Star Wars universe. Oh, man. In order to keep our journey going, we're going to have to drop some ballast. Luckily, Zack is stuffed to the brim with assorted genre facts. I'll prod him a bit and see what shakes loose. Remember, any misses or mistakes will have to be made up for at the end of our trip. Today, we'll keep with this expedition's theme of starships. So, Zach, what knowledge can you drop on the Billings? It's a Star Trek ship. I know you said the Billings, but I definitely heard that my brain uh, com- auto-completed the rest of it with the Billingsley. <laughs> like it's some sort of fucking British royal yacht. See, no, I'd, I'm mixing it with other Montana town named because there was the USS Bozeman, uh, but the Billings is... I'm just going to take a shot in the dark. I'm definitely going to have to do a redemption round. I'm going to guess it's either a Miranda class or an Excelsior class. Does it say what class it is? Uh, What were the two that you named? Uh, Miranda or Excelsior. No. Oh, really? It's actually Constellation class. Ooh. Ooh, I love the Constellation class. It's the... uh, It's a kitbash from old constitution parts so they they took bits and pieces of old constitution models the constitution is like kirk's ship and it is a saucer section and then four nacelles and for some reason i've always loved starships with four nacelles but that's all i can tell you off the top of my head all right looks like uh looks like we'll be redempting that sorry billings you know what i've been to billings montana i hold no apologies to anything (laughs) okay billings ever that's fair that's fair. Yeah, not a fan. And it has been confirmed to have been named after Billings, Montana. So. Does it have a meth problem, too? Not maybe something I should be saying <laughs> on the podcast. I mean, I don't know. I've I never been on doesn't. the Billings. <laughs> as far as I know, it doesn't. But, you know, do they have meth in Star Trek? <laughs> Let's move on. Let's move on. I mean, a replicator. <laughs> People go on the holodeck and take meth. The original version of City on the Edge of Forever, which is a very famous Star Trek episode from the original series, written by a guy named Harlan Ellison, involved a subplot that had a drug problem on the Enterprise, and Gene Roddenberry was like, absolutely not. Now put some respect on Harlan Ellison's name. Although, don't they do... I'm not knocking Harlan Ellison. I'm saying that he did not go well with uh, Star Trek. I could see that. Uh, They do a next-gen episode where, uh, like, there's some sort of fucking, like, game... Addictive game thing, but it's... God, it looks like a than life too. (laughs) They literally, you just put on this headset, and, like, you just need to put the disc in the circle. And then it gives you, like, a, a adrenaline jolt or not adrenaline but happy juices jolt it looks like a fucking tic-tac-toe level fucking it was 1992 (laughs) but like for some reason you need this in vr i understand well that's it for today folks we're taking off before we go we'd like to remind you to hit subscribe and check out all of our sister shows at earverm.com that is e-a-r-v-v-y-r-m.com other ways to get in touch with and follow us will be in the show notes as always we want to give a special thanks to our editor Stephen gady and ian ford for our theme song tracks Until next time, I'm Tyler. I'm Zach. Up, up, and away.